Growing up, society taught you to follow the script by choosing a career path and climbing the ladder. But for many people, this promise falls flat. Work suffocates them and life becomes painful. Here, you're trapped in what I call the corporate cage. Fortunately, there's a way out. You can take control of your corporate job and unlock a life of freedom. I call this living uncaged. Hi, this is your host, Matt Doan. I'm a coach, creator, and entrepreneur. Uncaging people is my mission because it's been my exact life journey. This show provides you the stories, principles, and tactics to make it happen. Welcome to Uncage Yourself. How attached are you to the work environment? Look at your job. Are you really plugged in? Are you finding it difficult to step away? Are you always thinking about it? Say you're at dinner with your family and you just feel that itch. You got to pull out your phone. Got to check email. Oh, someone texted you. You need to respond immediately. Or maybe you're on vacation. I got to take this call, hon. I just got to take this call real quick. That's being attached. And I'm saying overly attached. Maybe you'll find yourself in those ideas. Instead of just being completely attached to work, I want to talk today about doing corporate detached. This is a completely new relationship with your corporate job, one that can be absolutely game-changing for how you view your career, what you get out of it, the time freedom you have in your life, other tangible freedoms and income you can create, and just the person you can be for yourself and for your family. So we're going to talk today about doing corporate detached. It's going to blow your mind, I promise. Now, before we get started here, if you're finding value in Uncage Yourself, I'd greatly appreciate if you hopped on over to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and left a quick written review. It really helps me out. Thank you so much, my friend. All right, on to today's episode. When I was still in corporate, near the end of my time there, I would hear daily statements seemingly around, you always seem so relaxed, Matt. How do you do that? That was my signal. When people asked me or told me things like that, that was a signal that my master plan was working. You see here, I no longer worked for corporate. Corporate worked for me. It was a complete identity shift, a complete reinvention of how I saw my interaction with an employer. The old me was like, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, tell me what you want to do, I'll do it, I'll be the best employee I can, and I'll show everyone what I'm made of, and I'll get promoted, and that served me well. I I say that tongue-in-cheek a little bit, right? It served me well. I can't deny the good that corporate did for me, but it also led to my personal downfall, as I've talked about many times over, and instead, over my last five years in corporate, instead of living in that corporate cage, I chose to live uncaged where I made corporate work for me. I still contributed a ton of value, did a lot of great work, was a good leader, led teams, good outcomes, all those things. But after a decade of giving everything to this whole ladder climbing experience, like I said, I lost everything that I held dear. So I had to reinvent my relationship at work. I could no longer tolerate these 10 to 12 hour days or being absent from my family for days or weeks at a time, traveling all the time. 
or always being plugged into work mentally and emotionally. I couldn't afford to just keep feeling this increasing misery getting deeper and deeper in my soul. It felt like this everyday emotional torture. The paycheck, the benefits, I couldn't let those things go. They were vital to supporting my large family for kids and the lifestyle that I had built. So I had to create a new strategy. I had to capture the good parts about corporate while minimizing the bad parts. In retrospect, I have language for it. I call it doing corporate detached. Here's the main idea. In short, doing corporate detached means this. You are physically attached, but emotionally detached. Psychological research will show that our upbringing influences our attachment style. Hey there, quick break from the show. I'd like you to head on over to uncagedworkshop.com. There you'll find a masterclass I built that I'm really proud of. You'll see how you can end corporate burnout, reclaim 30 to 50% of your time, and learn to be there for loved ones. This is my absolute life's mission, so I'm really proud to share this masterclass with you. Again, head on over to uncagedworkshop.com. All right, back to the show. Which has a massive influence on our experience at work. For example, the old me had what they call an anxious attachment style. I was always worried about what others think and always responding or creating stories in my head and always plugged in because I didn't want to let people down. I was anxious. I was stressed. That was my normal state. And you can guess what? That situation is ripe for burnout. Now, fixing this problem, whatever your attachment style is, comes down to tuning your attachment dial. You can think about it. How much attachment? Are you down at zero? Are you revved up all the way to 10? Fully attached. In short, Here's what you've got to build towards. Be physically attached while emotionally detached. Let's break that down. Physically attached. Here's what that looks like. You understand what moves the needle at work. Secondly, you fixate on delivering essential outcomes only. Not the superfluous stuff, not the extra nice to solve things, but the essential outcomes. And thirdly, you're surgical at work. You are laser focused each day on delivering those outcomes. Think of it like this. You actually are a doctor. You have a bunch of patients that want to come see you. You show up to the office and you have to go room to room to room to get people the outcomes they need. So you come in, you look at the sheet, you help do a quick diagnosis, you ask the questions, you pinpoint, you diagnose, and then you come up with a treatment option. You shake the hand and walk on to the next person, solve the next problem, save the next life. That doctor doesn't have time for just sitting there in an office where people just show up and be like, hey, doctor, let's shoot the shit. Let's talk about random stuff. You don't have that. You are a high value doctor, has only so much time on given days. And you need to show up very surgical, right? And understand that your time is extremely valuable and show up for the right things and value your time accordingly, okay? That's what it's like being physically attached. You are laser-focused on the right outcomes. Now, emotionally detached is the other part of this whole strategy. When you do this, you program your brain with thoughts about what you really care about in life. 
you are overriding the poor programming, which says, I need to always be a worker. I need to always be responding. And you override it with thoughts of, I want to be a healthy person. Here's what healthy looks like. I want to be there for my spouse. I want to be there for my kids. I want to take control of my mornings where I'm in control for the first several hours. And it's of my own design. And you're healthy. You're eating well. You are reading these things. They're examples of what you really care about. It's not that corporate job. And you don't have to really care about the corporate job, but you have to rewire your thoughts. And when you have these new thoughts flooding your brain day after day, because you are intentionally infusing them into your head, this ignites a positive flood of emotions that serve you. Say you get excited about losing 10 pounds. You get excited about being there for your kids and their sports after school, after work. You get excited about creating a side business, which is going to unlock all sorts of great income and the ability to get out of the corporate world faster and travel the world with your family. Those are the emotions you want flooding your body, the inspiration. You can't rely on motivation. Motivation is just this sheer reliance on willpower, and it dies quickly. So you have to do the daily work of flooding your mind with the thoughts which trigger the emotions of, let's get after this, not that. And when you're doing this, when you are emotionally detached, you start to view your corporate job from the perspective of the neutral observer. Think of someone high above in orbit looking down on your life. They're just seeing what's transpiring. They're not judging. They're not getting emotional about your day-to-day experiences. They don't experience the emotional pain of a micromanaging boss. They just look down and they say, okay, Joe or Susie, they've got to show up at work. They've got to be surgical. They do their job. They're in, they're out, and they're on to the more important aspects of their life. They just see the world neutrally and they observe. And when you have that level of view on your life, you don't have to get so worked up about the emotions. So when you are this way, when you're emotionally detached, it doesn't mean that you're unemotional like a robot at work. It's not that. It just means that you're in control. You're no longer tossed around like a rag doll due to external circumstances. I remember what that was like if I had a vice president or a partner or a client say something I didn't like that criticized my work or questioned why something wasn't delivered by now. I'd get all flared up. My cortisol levels would go crazy, my stress, my anxiety, I would go nuts. Everything about my life would go on hold until I solved that thing. And that was happening every single week, if not every day for certain periods of time. That sucked. You probably know these ways, right? You experience these same events. But when you're in control, you develop perspective. You develop a discipline of showing up at corporate where you're physically attached, but you're emotionally detached. We can frame it another way too. I'm a big fan of Stoic philosophy and the aim that they talk about there all the time for thousands of years now is to cultivate indifference towards nearly everything. This is a place of strength. It's not about being some robot again. It's about you being in a place of strength where you no longer judge everything as either good or bad. It's not this binary thing where you see people or events at work as good or bad, or certain events in life as good or bad. But instead, you just live this unemotional state of indifference, a place of peace and balance, where you neutrally observe, hey, I've got a coworker that's acting out. I've got a lot of emails coming my way this week. I've got a lot of personal priorities at home. I've got kids that are asking for my attention. I feel 
tired right now. I don't have to get all riled up, get excited and start labeling things as good or bad because then you're on an emotional roller coaster and one minute you're high, next minute you're low and that sucks. You don't want to be there. So instead you get to a baseline, a healthier place where you're less, far less emotional about almost everything where you cultivate this neutral state, this level of indifference towards most things. And then you can reserve your excitement or your anger or whatever towards a few specific things that are really important and abnormal in your life. Okay. So do you see how this works? Can you imagine this immense value where you're doing corporate detached? It was everything to me when I learned this over my last five years in corporate after getting run over my first 10 years. I learned to be physically attached while being emotionally detached. The results were huge. I cut my work hours in half. I was finally there for my family. I stopped traveling so much. I ignited my entrepreneurial path, that side business that now turned into the full-time business where I'm speaking to you from right now. And I just created these real tangible freedoms in my life, more income, more excitement, more passion, more service towards others. After I'd made this choice and I implemented these practices, the job no longer dominated my life. Instead, the job just became a tool in service of my dream life. That, my friends, is what I call doing corporate detached. Now, if this is where you are right now and you feel the need to detach from corporate, not get rid of it, but be physically attached, emotionally detached, and you put it essentially on autopilot. That frees you up so much space to dream, to experiment, to be healthier, to build something of your own if that's what you'd like, to find meaning and purpose that doesn't exist right now. If that's what you want, I urge you to book a breakthrough call with us as soon as possible. You can do this over at matthewdone.com forward slash talk. There you'll book a call. It'll be 45 minutes, and I promise you it'll be the best call you've had in years, if not in your entire life. In that call, we'll do three things. Number one is we'll look at your current work situation. What's working, what's not working, and why. Secondly, we'll take a look at what you actually want your career and life to look like. Unconstrained, what is that dream scenario that ignites your soul and gets you excited and motivated? And thirdly, if I can help you, my team can help you, we can talk about that. But regardless, we'll lay out a plan, get you crystal clear on what it looks like to make progress towards that state. I promise you'll get immense clarity and value out of this breakthrough call. So head on over to matthewdone.com forward slash talk and book your time. We look forward to talking with you soon. All right, that's what I have for today. I urge you, my friends, if you're in the corporate world, learn to do it detached. We'll talk soon. Hey, Matt here. Thanks for listening to Uncage Yourself. For show notes and more content like this, head over to uncageyourself.fm. And if you liked what you heard, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, be well, my friend.